Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High school basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. Welcome out to Old Port, your site for the unofficial start to high school basketball. The true official start as far as me being back on a high school basketball game following, of course, the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. We have the tip of Calvin Tennyson taking on the Old Port Stock game. There's Calvert coming to this one all in one thus far. They lost the Cardinals just 59-39 last weekend. Old Port a big win on Tuesday against Coach Harbor. We'll step aside for a quick timeout for the National Anthem. We'll be back here momentarily. It's 10 p.m. and oh shoot, you didn't make that appointment for your aching knee. Guess what? Northwest Ohio Orthopedics is making it easier for patients to schedule their appointments. Online scheduling is now available. Hop online and schedule right away with whatever day and time works best for you and your family. The new online scheduling benefit is available at all six NWO locations. Finlay, Tiffin, Fremont, Fastoria, Bluffton, and Bowling Green. NWO is always working to make things easier for their patients. Go online, schedule, and bam, done. Everyone wants clean water, but are you doing all that you can to keep it clean? The Northwestern Water and Sewer District reminds you that flushable wipes are not flushable. They don't break down in the treatment process, plus they can damage your plumbing, which can cost you hundreds to fix. So next time you go, remember, do not flush the wipes. Toss them in the trash. It's a small step that you can take to protect our water. A message from the Northwestern Water and Sewer District. Think you can't qualify for a car loan because of your past credit, bankruptcy, divorce, even repossessions and charge-offs? Well, think again and turn the corner to Warner. Warner Buick GMC can help you find the money you need for a car. Call 419-423-7161. That's 419-423-7161 or apply online at warnerbuickgmc.com. Let Warner help you get a car today. For price, selection, and service, Warner won't be beat. Welcome back on out to Old Fort High School, your site for tonight's action in high school basketball. Lance Morris, Matt Common, here with you, Classic at 967 WBBI, online through WBBI.com. Tonight we have Tiffin Calvert taking on Old Fort. And Matt, these teams played three times a season ago, including that district finals matchup, and Calvert won all of those matchups. But each team essentially completely brand new from last year. Calvert, of course, had five seniors that started and one senior coming off the bench. It's same similar thing for Old Fort. They lost a bunch of seniors who were very instrumental in their success over the last few years. Obviously for Calvert, they lose Garrett Spawn and company. For Old Fort, Colin Nutter and company, they were each actually SBC co-player of the year last year. So that just shows you how instrumental those guys have been in all the success between both these teams the last handful of years. Yeah, it's a monumental shift for both these teams this year. I mean, you went from all-time great rosters for both of these programs to now in a really a full-scale rebuild 
for both squads as you're really trying to figure out your identity in a post Garrett Spawn, post Dolan Beaker, Ronsky type of world for Calvert and then for Old Ford. I mean, the entire enterprise ran through Colin Nutter that entire season and his entire career here. So there's a monumental shift in what's going on for both of these programs. And it's, it's going to be some growing pains. I mean, make no mistake about it. That 59-39 loss to Cardinal Stritch for Calvert more than likely won't be the first and last loss that they're going to have this year. That's a decent one, but they're going to win quite a few games in that regard, too, that same type of di difference in score. Same thing with this Old Fort squad. They're going to figure them out. They're going to figure it out as they go. And it still would not surprise me to see both these teams near the top of the heap. But make no mistake, unlike in years past where teams were looking up at them, like New Regal and Hopewell Loudon, these two are looking up at New Regal and Hopewell Loudon this year. Those are the two cream of the crop squads this year, most likely in the SBC. If not, throw a few others here and there in there. But these two are definitely going to make a run at it as well. Well, and one, one important thing to note in that matchup for Calvert that they lost to Stritch. Stritch has been a very good team, especially the last few seasons. They've made some tournament runs of their own. Calvert actually was within a, a couple scores with about four minutes to go and just Stritch put it to him that last four minutes to make it that 20-point lead. So it's a little deceiving how much they lost that game by, but it's just one thing that you look at a team that is as inexperienced as this Calvert team is because Nick Palm, for all intents and purposes, was the only player that Calvert's going to put on the floor today that saw any significant time during last year on the varsity level. Yeah, I mean, Kate Notterbacher saw some moments here and there, but he was really buried in the lineup and in the rotation. But Nick Palm definitely... Definitely the straw that stirs the drink for this program this year and going forward. And Calvert will win the jump ball. They will be attacking the basket coming towards us from our position here behind the baseline at Old Fort High School. It'll be Hayden Otterbacher with it on the left wing for the Senecas. They'll have a screen from Jacob Rombach, but he'll end up running out of room on the sideline. Pearson Steyer with some good defense there on the wing to force a turnover. A very good turnover there forced by Old Fort and to see what they can do now defensively. Majors working the ball up the floor for Old Fort. He'll cross the timeline, a little bit of a half-court press being put on by Calvert. They, Old Fort, good look inside. Reverse layup for Connor Ernsberger to get things started for Old Fort. Nice play there by Ernsberger. Very well done. Like the aggressiveness going towards the basket. I know Coach talked with us during the sports huddle about being a little bit more of an outside team. So far, they're trying to get in the paint. In Otterbacher with it on the right wing for Calvert. They trail 2-0, 7.15 to go. Opening quarter here from Old Fort. Palm with it up top, hands it off to Morgan. Morgan down in the corner. Otterbacher pump fakes, then takes the three. A little too strong that time. Sire with the board for Old Fort. And Otterbacher had a good look there, just a little too much on that one. Otterbacher almost got the steal, but now we'll see a three. Up and good. Adam Majors from the left wing strikes for Old Fort. They lead 5 nothing. There's that outside game that Coach was talking about. Nice shot, good selection there. Like the ball distribution as well to get him the open look. Bringing it up the floor for Calvert will be Nick Palm dealing with some full court pressure by Old Fort. Ron back with it, top of the key. Now he'll get it over to Schultz on the right wing. Back up top, Palm will reset things from the volleyball line. Six and a half left to go here. Opening quarter, quarter Calvert trailing this one 5-0 thus far. Now Otterbacher with it at the top of the key for the Senecas. Over to Schultz, left wing, entry pass down inside a Rom block. Back out Otterbacher, another three try. This time back iron too strong. And we'll see a foul down low against Calvert, gets possession back to Old Fort. 
And you can definitely tell that Otterbach is trying to get going to the outside and try and make up this difference in a hurry. And that was a good look. Another good look. Good distribution once again. Just not able to fall so far. Albert again coming out in that 1-2-2 press defensively with Otterbacher up top of the press. Well, if we're able to get it into the half court, it'll be poked out of bounds by Palman Otterbacher in the area that time. It'll remain old court ball in the half court. I'll tell you what, defensively, you want to know who's really missed right now is Sislov. That is very true. It's definitely going to be one of the many things for Calvert to develop throughout this season. It'll be Old Fort Ball, top of the key right now. They lead 5-0, under six minutes left to go. Opening quarter from the free throw line. Up and good for Connor Ernsberger for his second bucket of the night. I got to tell you, I, I like what Old Fort's doing. They're not taking bad looks at the basket. They're waiting for a good, as I usually grade them, A, B shot. They're looking for some A shots there. Calvert down inside to Romback, who gets that one to go from in close for the first points of the night for Calvert. And Romback, I mean, he, he's a banger down there. You definitely need him to... Get going is Jeff Hammer over here is like I know him I know this guy he knows everyone pretty much on both teams so that doesn't say much down inside Steyer misses the first try but gets his own miss puts it back up and in for two nine to two Calvert trailing Old Fort five ten to go first quarter certainly says a lot about the shot selection for Old Fort that their first miss was a reverse layup attempt under the basket Calvert struggling in the half court it'll be last touched by Dubois. It'll stay with Calvert, as we'll see the first sub of the game will be Gavin Wagner, the 6'4 sophomore, checking in for Calvert. He'll come in for Jacob Romback. And Wagner's definitely someone that you want that Calvert wants to develop early in this season. They want to get him going. He's another big body. Could really help out in the rotation. A lot of these younger guys are big bodies, so that'll certainly be something that could help Calvert. And we'll see it go the other direction as they'll say out of bounds, last touch to buy. Calvert's will be old for a ball with 4.55 left to go in the first quarter. Yeah, just once again, I'll echo it again. Man, the, the team last year with guys like Max Paul, uh, Garrett Spawn, Ronsky, and all that, they, they would not have those types of mistakes. This is definitely a learning moment right now for Calvert. Down inside, Ernsberger missed once, missed twice after following his own miss, but now Perez comes in for the steal. He'll finish on the left side with the right hand to extend the old four lead 11 to 2, four and a half to go first quarter. Very impressive start right now for Old Fort. They are looking really, really good. The Palm bringing the ball up the floor, dealing with the pressure by Old Fort. Gets it into Schultz in the half court to break the press. So set with Palm up at the volleyball line for the Seneca. They trail 11 to 2. 413 left to go here, first quarter of action. Down into the corner for Lee Morgan on the left side. Now back up top for Otterbacher, who briefly loses the handle, is able to keep it with him, tries to deflect it off an old board defender, ends up in Palm's hands after the fact. So it'll remain with Calvert driving baseline. It will be Morgan, but we'll get a foul call down inside against Isaiah Perez for old board. Now I'll tell you what, good, very, very good job there by uh, Otterbacher trying to get away from that one once he got trapped. Good execution. I mean, you usually want to go out of bounds, but hey, he's able to deflect right to Nick Palm. That works too. Ryan Adelsberger checking in for Old Fort. We also see Carter Wolf checking into the game on the Calvert side. It's Calvert ball. It'll be Palm with it on the right wing now for the Seneca's bringing it back to the top of the key. Hands it over to Otterbacher. He'll briefly drive inside. Now down in the corner again for Palm. He'll pump fake. He drives baseline. Righty finish inside for Palm. Cuts down the deficit. Nice finish there by Palm. I like the attack on that one. They really need that from him. Point guard in this Calvert offense is usually an aggressive style player. They really need Palm to develop that part of his game in a hurry. 
Under three and a half to go. First quarter, Old Fort, the 11 to four lead on Calvert. Old Fort with possession, left wing. They'll get it back out now to Isaiah Perez. Perez briefly drives inside, finds Adelsberger. Has it now on the left wing. Up top for Steyer to reset things again for the Stockaders. Now down, deep right wing three. Up and good on the right side. Carter Dubois from outside. I mean, they can shoot. <laughs> they, they definitely can shoot this year. Albert able to break the press well. This time down and one. Down low inside for the sophomore, Gavin Wagner. That nice play there by Wagner. That's the type of play that you want to see from a big man getting after it, trying to draw the contact. Now gets to go to the line to cut this deficit in half if he makes it. Under a few minutes left to go here. Opening corner of action here on the Rookie Corporation scoreboard. And one free throw up and good. Makes it now 14 to 7. Calvert trailing by 7 thus far. Very nicely done. Good job there by the sophomore. Perez crosses the timeline now for the Stockaders. He'll have it at the volleyball line. Left wing three. Up and good. Another three. This time from Adelsberger for Old Ford to extend the lead back to 10. Pretty sure. Old Ford is five of six from the three-point line, right? Or like four of six from the three-point line right now. This is incredible. Good shooting thus far from the Stockaders. Down inside. Good look inside. Another one down low for Wagner on the dish from Nick Hall. Now we see a 30 here from Coach Otterbacher. 17 to 9. Your score, 222 left to go here. First quarter of action. It's more smack common here. A few classic hits. 96-7 WBBI online through WBBI.com and Matt obviously still early goings but if Old Fort can continue to shoot like this all night it's it's going to be a long one well I mean Coach Hoover said it best he's like we're going to be an outside team because when I alluded to them having some big bodies he kind of chuckled then said said, yeah but they like to shoot he's like oh yeah they're like 150 160 pounds they started laughing at me then he's like oh you're serious let me start laughing more and he, he straight up says, like, we're going to be an outside team. We're going to be an outside first, outside work our way in, not inside working our way out like we've been in years past with guys like Colin Nutter. And well, the flip side of that for Calvert, where they really need to adjust, you need to get that inside game going with your per, your point guard and with your perimeter guys because that's what made Garrett Spawn so special is he could attack in the paint with ease. Ready to go following the timeout for Old Fort. Down inside, Adelsberger unable to finish. And compounds it with the foul, and it'll go the other direction now for Calvert with 2.07 left to go here in the first quarter. They have a tough beat there for Adelsberger, as that was a, honestly, it was a good attempt at the rebound, just was a little too far behind Rombach when he went for it. Calvert will bring the ball up the floor, still dealing with that full court pressure from Old Fort. Anderbacher gets it into the half court, is quickly double teamed. They'll swing it around now over to Nick Palm on the right side, out near the volleyball line. Palm maintaining his dribble, getting the offense set up now for the Senecas. They'll find Harry Schultz with it now on the left wing, down inside of Otterbacher in the high post. Wolf attacking from inside, lefty layup, can't finish from in close. We will see the foul called, and it will go against Calvin. I mean, you like the aggression, you like the play there, but he went up, definitely added a little bit extra flavor to that contact as he was going up. And you just can't do that. You got to try and go up as clean as possible, drawing the contact at the same time. 1.30 left to go here, first quarter. Calvert trailing this one, 17-9. Old Fort with possession. They'll get it right side for Isaiah Perez. 
out into the corner. Almost traveled a little court. Now they'll get it to Perez. Contested three, a little too strong that time. Majors offensive board to keep it with Old Court. He'll reset it back outside. Three-point shot up and good again. Another three for Old Court. This time again, Carter Dubois. Old Fort, just they could shoot the lights out of the gym right now. It's as simple as that. Second three ball from Dubois extends the Old Fort lead to 11. Calvert down inside, and they'll get a travel call that time against Wagner. And we'll go the other direction for Old Fort. We'll see Kevin Ardner checking into the game for the first time on the Calvert side. He'll check in for Henry Schultz. Worth noting, when the Calvert players sub in and out, they hand each other something. Is that a towel? It must be. Either a towel or some sort of warm-up. Uh, trying to figure out what it is. Majors setting up the offense for the old Fort Stock Gators. 45 seconds to go in the first quarter. They lead 20 to 9 over Calvert. Into the right corner, down inside, swinging things around is Steyer. And it'll be poked out of bounds. The last touch by Old Fort. So Calvert takes it the other way. 34.8 to go first quarter. Good call by the officials. I know they reached for it, but clearly did not change the course or the trajectory of that ball. Good no call against Calvert. 1-3-1 press this time for Old Fort to change things up defensively as Calvert is able to get it into the half court this time down. Adebacher dealing with a slight double team out in front as they spread things out. Just 20 seconds remain in the first quarter. Calvert trailing by a score of 20-9. to nine. And now we'll see the one through one defense all the way down now for Old Fort. So they'll continue again with another defensive look. Up top now for Otterbacher. Down into the corner for Palm. Palm will pump fake with four. The floater up and good. Second bucket of the night for Nick Palm. And we see a travel, but it's and it actually did drop, but travel was called even if that shot had been released in time. Score will be 20 to 7. Old Fort with the lead <laughs> through one. Alvin interrupt. They just took away his two points. They gave him a minus one on the scoreboard. <laughs> With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. We come back starting of quarter number two here from Old Fort. You're listening to High School Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a $0.25 cent shift differential for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Have you tried Campus Poly Eyes with their world-famous stuffed sticks? Campus Poly Eyes is at 339 South Blanchard Street and are serving up their award-winning pizza, amazing stuffed breadsticks, subs, salads, and more. Campus Poly Eyes is now delivering all over Findlay, and they offer a great selection of beer and wine for dine-in customers. Voted best restaurant, period, by the BG News three of the last five years. Campus Poly Eyes at 339 South Blanchard Street. Stop in and taste heaven. Starting off the second quarter of action here from Old Fort, your site for tonight's action in high school basketball. Old Fort, the 22-11 lead over Calvert. They almost turned it over, did the Stockaders, but they were able to regain possession over towards the scorer's table. Now outside for another three. This time again, Ernsberger launching and making it from the top of the key. I mean, there, there's really no defense against that. It was a broken play, and it still ended up in a three-pointer for Old Fort. It's not much you can do in that situation if you're Calvert. 
And we'll add on to the lead for the Stock Gators, 23-11, Old Fort on top, just about 40 seconds into the second quarter of action. The Caden Otterbacher setting up the Calvert offense. Leonard it down inside, working his run back, can't quite finish, but he will draw the foul and go to the line for two. Yeah, you know, good job drawing the foul, getting them. That's now the fourth team foul for Old Fort. So you tag him a little bit closer to foul trouble, maybe ease up that defense a little bit. And who knows, maybe open it up a little bit more along the baseline or in the paint for them to start attacking more aggressively and consistently. Comeback's first free throw will rattle in and out and won't fall. So Perez checking back in now for Old Fort. They'll check in for Carter Dubois. And they really can't just rotate three-point shooters out there, can't they? Certainly appears that way so far. And the second free throw also off for Rombach. He fights for the rebound. Won't come down with it. Old Fort now will take it the other direction. Perez bringing it up the floor now for the Stock Gators. Find the majors on the right side. He'll bring it back out to reset things quickly for Old Fort. Down in the corner, contested three. Won't drop that time, but they get the offensive board. And right place, right time for Ernsberg as he was able to get another offensive rebound for Old Fort. That's certainly another area they've stood out so far is being able to follow their misses on the offensive side as we'll see now going to run Ernsberger after that miss. Well, and the part that's impressing me, it's the guys that aren't winning the height battle are the ones that are getting these offensive rebounds for Old Ford. It's been an impressive effort performance so far from them one quarter into this game. Ernsberger's first free throw off of the mark. So it wasn't a half quarter in the corner. Second one this time, though, up and good. Gonna make it 24 to 11. Early goings of the second quarter. Old Fort with the lead on Calvert. So Old Fort stay in their pressure. They back things off, though, a little bit this time down the floor. Alma bring it into the half court. Has it on the right wing for the Seneca. So cross court it over on the left side. That'll be Ardner driving baseline. Double teams down low in the short corner. Gets it back out to Otterbacher. Another contested pass. Back over now, Palm, he'll pump fake. Maintaining his dribble near the top of the key. He'll hand it off, Ardner now left wing. And getting it back out now to Otterbacher, swings it around, Palm contested right wing three, a little too strong that time. You see Rombach try to fight for the board, but Majors takes it the other way. And in transition for Oldford, he'll end up throwing it out of bounds. A slightly dangerous pass. He was trying to get that one out to Carter Cleveland, but he ran out of room and kept running to where the opening is over on that left side of the floor. Yeah, he kind of went full Bo Jackson there at the Kingdom, but just kept all the way going in that situation. And I mean, honestly, in that moment, probably, probably was safer for him just to keep running as opposed to trying to stop on a dime like that and get himself to slow down a little. Calvert dealing with more full court pressure from Old Fort. They're able to get it into the half court this time. Palm down inside Rombach. Pump faking up and good from the right block yet again for Jacob Rombach for his second basket of the night. Yeah, good job there by Rombach. Nice, nice look. Good job on the pump fake. A lot to like about that. 24 to 13, your score. 540 left to go here opening half. Old Fort with the lead over Calvert. The Seneca's starting to chip away at that just a little bit. Down in the corner, Perez, oh. short corner, look up and good for Carter Cleveland off of the dish from Perez to extend the Old Fort lead back to 13. Great passing there, just left him wide open along the baseline. Palm dealing with the full court pressure by Perez for Old Fort. 
They'll hand it off. Lee Morgan just checked back into the game for the Senecas. Driving inside, Schultz can't quite finish with the left hand, just a touch too strong. He tries to fight for it, but won't end up getting the steal over for the other way. Yeah, good effort there by Harry Schultz. Just a little too strong on that one. Perez bringing it up before this time for Old Fort. Down in the corner for Majors. Otterbacher forces the pickup. Back over now to Majors. Has it on the right wing. He'll bring it back towards the volleyball line. Reset things for the Old Fort offense. Old Fort left to go here. Opening half of action. Perez open for the left wing three. A little short that time. Fights for his own rebound. Can't quite come down with it. Eventually Paul will come away with it for Calvert. But he'll get called for the carry. And get possession right back over to Old Fort. Yeah, and definitely the right call there on the carry. I liked what Paul was doing, trying to push it up the sideline. Just got his hand completely up and rotated over the top. That's a big no-no. Kevin Wagner will check in for Calvert. He'll come in for Jacob Romback. Under four and a half minutes left to go here. Opening half of action. Old Fort, the 26-13 lead. Stock Gainers with possession of the ball. Perez with it now on the right wing for Old Fort. He'll swing it over left wing for Dubois. Down left corner now for Majors. Now he'll briefly drive baseline before bringing it back out to the left wing. Majors maintaining his dribble. Now he'll bring it all the way back to the volleyball line. Now he'll get it over to Perez. We'll reset things now for Old Fort. Passing it down left corner. Majors open for the three. And candidate from the left corner will be Adam Majors to extend the Old Fort lead. And again, there's just not a defense to that. There really isn't. It's just good ball placement, good execution. They got him out of sorts with the passing and just really left him wide open there. 29-13, your score. Calvert trilling. 3.35 left to go, opening half. Seneca's with possession. They'll get it down into the corner for Nick Palm. Palm finds Harry Schultz on the cut near the high post. Back and down his defender, now back out to Palm. He'll briefly pump fake, now driving inside, has it right elbow, but loses his dribble. Swings it now to Schultz on the left wing with 3.15 to go in the first half. Enters it down inside with the pass poked away, and Bender will take it the other direction now for Old Fort. Really nice defense there from Bender. Very, very well done. Perez with it now, left wing for Old Fort. Back out up top for Majors, made the three last time down. This time he'll drive inside on the left side. Now Steyer with it, back up top, he'll bounce it to Perez. Resetting things for Old Ford under three and a half minutes left to go now, under three minutes left to go. Another deep three from Major, that time off to the left. Fighting for the rebound will be Bender, he'll come down with it for Old Ford. And good pass inside to Perez, off of the dish from Majors to extend this Old Ford lead, it's 31-13. I, I mean, that was just phenomenal. And I'll give it Old Ford credit, they're not even pretending, they're telegraphing that they're going for the outside shot. And they still are getting open looks. Palm getting into the half court now for Calvert. He'll find Schultz left wing. He'll drive left side, losing his dribble down on the left block. Bounces it inside. Lefty finish comes up short for Morgan. Now Steyer will take it the other direction for Oldfort. Down inside. Pass poked away, though, by Otterbacher. But then Steyer fights right back for it. It'll be a jump ball. Possession arrow will give it back over to Calvert with 209 left to go first half. Yeah, I like the effort there. Definitely like the effort, but... Just a bit of a bad pass. One of the first bad passes we've seen in a little bit for Old Fort. And my goodness, I mean, the shooting and the shot selection in general has been impressive, but really the effort that we're seeing out there from Old Fort. Diving for the ball, getting after it, and when it goes towards the sideline, it's been quite impressive. 
Palm double teamed near half court before he crossed the timeline. He'll now find Schultz on it over on the right side, bounces it back over to Palm, sets things up for the Calvert offense. 150 left to go here first half. They trail big, 31 to 13. Hunterbacher with it on the wing up top. Now they'll swing it down to Palm, open for the left corner. Three up and good for Nick Palm from outside. Desperately needed three points there for Calvert. Desperately, desperately needed three points. With seven points to lead the way for Calvert, then stolen in transition. Otterbacher layup, kick, quite drop. Perez will get the board and he'll take it the other direction now for Oldford. He'll again look to push in transition. Down inside, Bender can't get that one to go. Follows his own miss though, but has it ripped right away. That time by Nick Palm. He'll take it the other direction. Has the lead and comes up a little too strong on the lefty layup again. Oldford takes it the other direction off of the transition miss from Calvert. Cowards is pushing way too hard. Just really pushing down the floor too hard. Wolfort with possession under a minute left to go here. First half of action, 31-16 your score. Wolfort with the lead and with possession of the ball. Perez swinging it over to the right wing for Ernsberger. Ernsberger now will bring it to the top of the key, briefly driving inside, now pulls up. Can't get that one to go from about 12 feet away. Otterbacher with the board for Calvert. He'll look to push the tempo yet again. He'll bounce it on the right side for Morgan. He'll drive inside. He finds a man and laying it up and in again will be the sophomore, Gavin Wagner. Wagner's certainly having a good night. Seven points now for him, the freshman. Having himself a good one. Perez will slowly walk the ball up the floor and cross half court for Old Court. Just 15 seconds remain in the first half of action. Perez being defended by Palm. He'll get the screen. Perez maintaining possession. Gets it in the corner for Bender. Bender flipping it across, but Palm pokes it away. Just two seconds remain in the half, and he lays it up and in right before the buzzer sounds to cut down the deficit. Down to an 11-point lead for Old Fort, 31-20 through one half of basketball. Fantastic play to close out the half there for Nick Palm. Nine points on the night for him, almost 50% of the team's points. An impressive, impressive display to close things out. But I got to tell you, once again, the effort, the second chance effort we're seeing from Old Fort so far in this game, it's really not much of a surprise that they're in the lead the way they're playing right now. They have done some impressive stuff in terms of effort, teamwork, the ball placement, the shot selection, what they're doing defensively. And they're forcing Calvert to really push the tempo, which if you did that against last year's team, it's just going to end horribly for you because that, that's what Garrett Spawn was good at. That's what Max Paul was good at. That's what Ronsky was good at. That's really what all of them were good at. But this year's team kind of need to be a little bit more set, need to run it more out of the half court as opposed to in transition. So good on Old Fort really putting the focus on that, trying to get them out of sorts defensively. And good first half. I mean, really not much you could say. Great first half for them. Incredible first half shooting the ball from the perimeter. With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have our ONN halftime report, and then shortly after that, back to start the second half of play here between Old Fort and Calvert. Old Fort with the 31 to 20 lead through one half of basketball. You're listening to SBC River Basketball from Classic at 967 
And welcome back here to Old Fort High School. Your site tonight's SBC River matchup between the Tiffin Calvert Senecas and the Old Fort Stockaders. It's halftime here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online through WBVI.com. Matt Common bringing you a quick halftime update. If you're just joining us, the score once again 31 to 20. Old Fort currently on top after an impressive shooting display in the first half of action from the perimeter. Unofficially have them at 7 of 10 from beyond the three-point arc. An incredible 70% click so far tonight. Calvert, on the other hand, a little bit of struggles, but they really got going at the tail end of that second quarter, thanks in large part to a combination of a sophomore and senior. That is going to be Wagner, the sophomore. The scoreboard has him at five points, but technically he has seven. We're gonna let it slide for the time being. On that one is Gavin Wagner with seven points so far in the night. Nick Palm with nine. So between the two of them, pretty evenly balanced out for the scoring as the two top scorers for the defending SBC River champions in the Calvert Senecas. Both these teams coming into this year with a lot of turnover overall. Calvert alone replacing seven seniors, six of them that played significant minutes. Five starters from a team that made it to the regional finals in the previous three seasons in 2020 and 2022. Among those seniors that are have moved on. Garrett Spawn, Max Paul, Nolan Beaker, Blake Ronsky, Jackson Sislov, Ethan Sauber, and Reed Warnament. Last year, these two teams met three times. Calvert was 3-0 in those endeavors. It was two regular season wins, and then again in the district finals, one of which was the Garrett Spawn buzzer beater that really moved him to the top of the list for SBC Player of the Year to go along with the incredible senior for Old Fort, Colin Nutter, who the Stockaders have had to replace this season. Among the other seniors, Miles Miller, Casey Klaus, Simon Tackett, and Garrett Havens. Last year, they went 20-5 and on the season, once again losing to this Calvert squad in the district finals on Calvert's way to a regional final appearance. Old Fort comes to tonight's game with a record of 1-0, and having successfully beat Oak Harbor on Tuesday, 83-48. to Calvert comes into tonight 0-1 on the season, losing to Cardinal Stritch on the 27th, 59-39. Interesting fact, though, about the Calvert-Seneca loss. That was their first regular season loss since the 2021 season, where they went undefeated in the regular season, 26-1 overall, losing to Antwerp in the regional final. And with that, well, that'll do it for a quick halftime update. Once again, your score stands 31 to 20. Old Fort on top in this one. We'll be back with the second half of action here in just a moment here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online through WBVI.com. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 60 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. 
From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. Since 2017, high school juniors and seniors looking to play college football at the next level have been able to sign a national letter of intent in late December, as opposed to early February, the traditional national signing day. I'll talk with former Ohio State football player Tyvis Powell about that early national signing period and some of his memories from being recruited to Ohio State by former head coach Jim Tressel. That's next. This is the Ohio News Network. I'm Scott DeMauro, president of the Ohio Education Association. On behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight game. We know high school sports play an important role in shaping young athletes' lives. And we've all seen the difference Ohio's educators make in their students' lives every day. Whether they're in the classrooms or coaching on the basketball court, Ohio's educators are dedicated to empowering their students and providing them with opportunities to learn, grow, and thrive. For that, we say thank you. This is Doug Ute, Executive Director of the Ohio High School Athletic Association. High school coaches can be the biggest influence on kids having a positive experience in sports. Sports set the foundation for life lessons that remain long after playing days are over. This is Gene Smith. Please join Life Sports at The Ohio State University and the Ohio High School Athletic Association as we partner with the Susan Crown Exchange on its Million Coaches Challenge. Get involved and learn more at go.osu.edu backslash coach beyond. This is O-N-N. Following his junior year at Bedford High School in Cleveland, Tyvis Powell gave his verbal commitment to play football at The Ohio State University. He was recruited by Jim Trussell, but would be coached by Urban Meyer following Trussell's resignation in 2011. Under NCAA rules at the time, Tyvis couldn't sign his national letter of intent until February of 2012. That would have been in his senior year. About six years ago, the NCAA created an early signing period where high school juniors could sign national letters of intent. Tyvis says he thinks the early period is very helpful for student athletes. Well, I think the early one allows them to, you know, pretty much let them not have to stress and worry about the pressure of trying to perform, you know, to receive scholarships. You know, if you already got your hand or your foot on something and you've already committed and signed somewhere, it kind of relieves you. It's like, okay, now I can go through my senior season and I can basically play it freely because I know I'm going to school. Typically, you know, guys go out there and like, I got to be aggressive this this uh, season. I can't get hurt because it'll, it'll ruin my chances of getting a scholarship. It's like a lot of those things that factor in. But if you already signed and taken care of, it's like, man, okay, now I just need to focus on, you know, getting myself prepared for going to whatever college it is that I'm signing to. So that could be – that's actually – that would really be nice. <laughs> that would be really kind of nice, actually, to play and not have to worry about, you know, trying to impress all these coaches because I'm already stamped. Tyvis also recalled the first time he met Jim Tressel, who was at the time the head football coach of the Buckeyes. I think it was a Penn State game in 20 – was it 2010 maybe? I met Jim Trussell and I, I greeted him with my report card. I'm like, look, Jim, I got the grades to go because I understand, you know, kids come to college and they fail right out. So I didn't want to be that guy. I just want you to know that I'm good to go. He was impressed. He actually remembers that. That's the funny thing. But me and him had a nice little talk that day. Didn't get no scholarship off or anything like that. But, you know, we kind of kept in touch. And one day he ended up visiting my high school, which was a big deal. So I'm like, why would Jim Trussell come visit me? So make a long story short. 
before, probably a week or two after that, he ended up giving me the scholarship offer to come to Ohio State, which was in 2011. And uh, I ended up verbally committing to him before I told the world. And then, like, shortly after that, he resigned. I asked Tyvis what his conversations were like with Urban Meyer, who took over the Ohio State football program in the summer of 2011 following Trussell's resignation. I'm actually kind of nervous because I'm like, I don't think Urban would have recruited me. So is he going to honor my commitment or not? And I remember you know, after they named him head coach, he uh, started calling out all the recruit, calling recruits and just telling them, like, hey, yeah, we're going to honor your commitment and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So that was my thing. I'm like, is, is my scholarship still good? Because that was my main concern. I wasn't like a huge – well, that was a big-time recruit. Like Back we are to get the second half of action started here between the Old Four Stockaders and the Tiffin Calvert Seneca's 31 to 20 is your score. Old Fort with the lead thus far over Calvert. They will start with the ball. They will be now attacking the basket coming towards us from our baseline position here at Old Fort. For, for the record, I want to state that the Old Fort pep band in here actually played. It was it is it Tommy Trumpet? Is that Tommy Trumpet? Yeah, is it Tommy Trumpet? I think so. The the one for Diaz, the New York Mets closing pitcher, his walkout music. It was just fantastic. Just oh, ten out of ten, no notes. The old Fort ball to get this second half of action started. I'll swing things around to Isaiah Perez, top of the key. Sire down inside, finding Ernsberger, has it poked away. He's triple team, but finds Perez on the cut. Perez gets it to go with the foul as he will get an and one opportunity here with 7.37 left to go here early going third quarter. Just the ball distribution has been remarkable for Old Fort tonight. They've really done a good job completely getting the defenders out of sorts. So I, hats off to them. That's really well done. Free throw up and good for Perez to add on here to the Old Fort lead, 34 to 20. 7.35 left to go here, third corner of action. And Nick Palm bringing the ball up the floor, dealing with some four-court pressure from Carter Dubois. Palm down inside, tries to get it to Rombach, has it poked away a couple different times. Now both teams on the floor, fighting for it. Possession arrow will keep the ball with Calvert. And that's only the second jump ball of the game, and because of it flipping it half to after each possession, and with the way directions go, Calvert actually has won both of them. Yeah, that's something you don't see every day. You really don't see that every day, but you know, impressive way to win both jump balls so far. So Calvert will maintain possession. They go down inside to Otterbacher, pass a little too strong up top, and now Old Fort will take it the other direction. Steyer in transition, lays it up and in with the right hand to extend the Old Fort lead. It's 36 to 20, 7.05, left to go third quarter. You just tell Old Fort's more comfortable right now. Calvert really still trying to get a feel for what they want to do offensively, and they're struggling to get that going. And Perez gets the steal, but then ends up stepping onto the sideline after getting the steal. So after a quick turnover, it'll go back over to Calvert here. Early goings again, early third quarter. Yeah, and again, so far, if you're old for it, you want to keep doing what you're doing, continue to force Calvert to play more up-tempo as they're still trying to figure out their identity. And offensively for old for it, just keep going. I mean, you're doing really good as they're going to get the offense foul there. They'll call the offensive foul against Calvert and the possession back over to Old Fort. It's been all Old Fort so far here in the third quarter. So they've been able to add five points to their total. 
The majors bring the ball up the floor this time for the Stockaders. They have it now on the right wing for Dubois. Swing it around on the left side now for Steyer. Steyer up top for majors again. Some good ball movement from Old Court. Up top again now for Steyer. He'll pass fake, drives inside, finds Perez, gets the screen. Perez from the elbow off the mark. Gets his own miss, though. Second chance effort won't go either as Rombach will come down and get the board for Calvert. Just the fact that Perez was able to get a second chance on that one. Just the difference in effort you're seeing tonight. It, it's very clear. Calvert now on the offensive side. They'll swing things around down inside. Schultz able to have a nifty finish with his left hand for the first points of the second half for Calvert. Pretty impressive. Nice shot there by Schultz. Schultz, of course, also was the Calvert quarterback this fall. Certainly did some good things on the football field for them. Oldport now with possession under 5.45 left to go third quarter. Oldport with the 36-22 lead. They'll find Ernsberger down in the left corner for Steyer. Goes down inside to Dubois and can't quite get the English on that one to finish down inside. Palm takes it the other direction. Some nifty dribble moves for the senior Palm. So bring it back out now into the corner for Schultz from deep. Able to get that one to go. Back-to-back -back baskets for Harry Schultz to cut the deficit back to 11. Well, there's a reason the kids are the starting lineup. <laughs> if, he, if he can give you that kind of scoring threat, that you're in for something here. Dubois, he'll attack from the left side. Righty finish won't go. Might have gotten a little tip on that one. Did Otterbacher in defense. And now Calvert goes the other way. Another one for Schultz, who finishes again. Down inside for the third straight basket for Schultz. Makes it a single-digit deficit. That's like seven straight points for Schultz. That's impressive. Oldport now back on the offensive side. 36-27. They have the lead. Down into the right corner for Adam Majors. Now back up top. They'll swing it around to Isaiah Perez. Perez, the 5'10 junior, maintaining his dribble for handing it to Ernsberger. Back over now to Ernsberger after a little give and go. Back iron won't get that one to drop, but they'll say that one touched one of the parts up above the backboard. So we'll give possession back over now here to Calvert, as we'll see Lee Morgan check back in the game. He'll check in for Gavin Wagner. I know really what's going on here. You're seeing Old Fork go away from what was working for them. They're having some really good passing. They've gotten a little complacent, and they've kind of gotten a little predictable. And Calvert hits the baseball pass in transition. Nick Palm can't get that one to go. Foot follows up and gets his own miss and gets it to go with the right hand. Cuts the deficit down once again. It's 36-29, Calvert trailing. I'll, say, I'll tell you what, if I'm Coach Hoover, I'm thinking of timeout here because this is really starting the wheels coming off the track situation here. Majors three, that won't go either. Otterbacher fights for the board, has it stolen away, but ends up back in Palm's hands. Now we'll get it back over to Otterbacher. He'll cross the timeline now for the Senecas with under four minutes left to go in the third quarter. Schultz, pull-up jumper that time a little too strong. Because that one won't go. Steyer with the board. Now Oldport takes it the other way. 345. We'll have to go here third quarter. 36-29. Oldport with the advantage. As Majors now slows things down in the half court for Oldport. And now we will see Coach Hoover take the time out here. 337 left to go here in this third quarter. And yeah, it's certainly uh, after starting off this quarter very well did Old Fort. Came right back to Calvert, thanks in part to three straight baskets by Harry Schultz and some nice transition play as well from the Senecas. That's a really nice transition play. I mean, don't get, uh, don't, don't get twisted around whatsoever. This is really a good start to the quarter for Calvert as opposed to things that Old Fort's really been doing wrong. But for Old Fort offensively, they've just gotten in this shell. They've 
gotten complacent. They're trying to attack the baseline a lot more, which, you know, I get it. Maybe a little bit of misdirect to try and open up to the outside, but still, you got to get those shots to fall, though, if you're going to do it. Since Old Fort got the first five points of this half, Calvert has since gone on a 9-0 run to cut this deficit down to seven. Yeah, and it's a big 9-0 run. It's making it a lot more manageable for Calvert. They can maybe take their foot off the gas just a touch and play some more of the type of offense they want to play, which is running through Schultz. <laughs> Old Fort setting up their offense following the timeouts. Ernsberger with it near the top of the key. He'll drive inside, find Steyer. His floater eventually will drop after hitting just about every part of the rim to end that little 9-0 run Calvary had gone on. Yeah, definitely needed that one to go. If you're going for it, you needed that one to land. Good job. Nice play, getting in the middle of the paint and putting the little teardrop in on it. Well done. Eight for Old Fort back up to nine. Now Calvert back on the offensive side. Morgan going down inside. Working it around to Carter Wolf, and then ends up having the pass stolen away as he was trying to swing that one around. Adelsberger with the steal, but then Harry Schultz comes back and gets the steal, swings it up ahead to Caden Otterbacher, who cannot throw it down as he went for the exclamation point on the dunk try. And then it'll go the other direction as we're getting a foul called. It's either on, it's either on Palm or Otterbacher. It is on Palm. Yeah, it's going to be on Palm there as he reached it to try and slow it down give Otterbacher a chance to get up and you know, kind of get back to it but my goodness, had he thrown that down, that would have been something. Also probably could have got the layup to go had he just went up for the layup. But... He definitely would have gotten the layup to go. That that was that was the rivalry getting the better of the young guy there. I know he's dunked in JV games but I do not think he's dunked in a varsity game just yet unless it was in a blowout situation. But going down inside and getting that one to go will be old for it to extend their lead back to 11. Don't get me wrong, I love watching the dunks, but you should really only try to throw it down if you know 100% it is going to throw down. Just over two minutes left to go here, third quarter. 40-29 to 29 is your score. Calvert trailing Old Fort with possession. Down inside, Morgan cannot get that one to go as he'll pick up the foul now against Old Fort. We'll see who they call it on exactly. Now going to Adelsberger. So that sends Lee Morgan, one of two Calvert seniors, to the line here with 2-0-1 left to go in the third quarter. And, you know, as one of those seniors, someone that you expect to really play a key part in helping this team develop, find that identity, and grow throughout this season. First free throw up and good for Lee Morgan. We'll see a couple subs for each team. See Kevin Arner back on the floor for Calvert. will check in for Schultz. So we'll see Adelsberger check out along with Dubois for Old Ford as we see Majors checking it back in along with Ernsberger. Second free throw will not drop that time for Morgan, so it'll stay a 10-point deficit now for Calvert. Old Fort will take over offense. Under two minutes left to go here, third quarter of action. Old Fort again back on the offensive side. Over to Isaiah Perez on the left wing. They'll find Ernsberger up top. Back over now to Perez. Perez crossing his man over, going down inside. And we will see a foul called, and they will in fact call the foul on Calvert and send Old Fort to the line. That was a sweet crossover. <laughs> he, he, he just left his defender in the dust. My goodness. Perez a little hobbled as well after some contact following that nice crossover he had. We 
definitely landed awkwardly. It looked like he landed a little bit awkwardly on his right leg, so we'll, we'll see how much that impacts if that's his plant leg. Perez at the line for Old Fort. First free throw. Back iron will not drop. Neither team has been very stellar thus far at the free throw line. I don't have the numbers, but I feel like we've seen more misses than makes. No, it, it's been a very rough night at the free throw line. Second one for Perez. That one will fall. Back to an 11-point lead now for Old Fort. 140 left to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, make no mistake about it. The charity stripe has not been charitable for either team. And Steyer will come in and get the steal for Old Fort out for the pass from Ardner. So now Old Fort back the other way. Steyer layup up and good from just a few feet away to add on to the Old Fort lead again. I'll tell you what, Steyer's got some impressive discipline as he goes up like a man possessed with the ball. I mean, he really doesn't put a lot of touch on, a lot of oomph on it. It's a lot more touch, which is impressive because he's hitting that at 100 miles an hour. Calvert on the offensive side now. Just over a minute left to go. Third quarter. They trail by 13. Home with it up top for the Senecas. Being defended by Isaiah Perez. He'll bounce it over to Ardner on the right wing. Still fighting for a position on the right block, but won't get an entry pass this time. They'll swing it over to Nick Palm on the left wing. The future Finley baseball player up top now for Calvert. They'll bounce it to the left corner. Morgan pump faking, then pass faking, where he'll lose his dribble on the wing. He'll bounce it inside, going up and getting it to go with the foul will be the sophomore Carter Wolf for Calvert. A nice job there by Wolf. I like how he went after that contact there. He didn't try to lean into it, go after it. Just good, fundamentally sound. Moved on his plant foot, rotated, spun around towards the basket. Went up, just leaned a little bit in to try and get a good angle. That was more than enough to get the contact. Will drop for Wolf. Cuts down the Calvert deficit back again. 2-9. Under 30 seconds left to go here in the third corner of action. It'll be hold for possession. Majors with it up top. He'll go inside on Palm. We'll get it down in the corner. Contested three. Comes up short. Palm with the board for Calvert. 14 seconds remain as he spins around and gets Ernsberger on the floor. Ernsberger able to rotate back defensively and Get back in position for Old Fort. Six seconds remain in the quarter. They get it over to Otterbacher. The fading three will barely graze the rim. And it will be just .6 left on the clock. And it will be Calvert ball. So they do have a chance to try and tip something in before that third quarter comes to an end. I'd be impressed if they did it. Palm on the inbound. Goes inside to Wolf. He gets the shot off. And does drop, but got it off after the buzzer sounded because there was only 0.6 seconds left, so didn't have enough time to have a full gather and then take the shot. So that'll do it here for the third quarter of action. 43 to 33 is your score. Old Fort with the 10-point lead through three here in this match. We'll step aside for a quick timeout. We come back to the fourth quarter from Old Fort. You're listening to SBC River Basketball and Kalaska 96.7 WBBI. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. 
getting the kids to practice on time, remembering if it's your day to bring snacks, making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Back we are to start the fourth quarter of action here from Old Fort. 43 to 33 your score. Old Fort with a 10-point advantage over Calvert. Lance Morris, Matt Goblin here with you. Classic at 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Old Fort with possession here to start off this fourth quarter of action. They'll try to add on to their 10-point lead. Driving in baseline will be Majors. Pass is poked away, but will stay with Old Fort as Bender's able to recoup that one for the Stockaders. Majors resetting things from the volleyball line for Old Fort. He'll get over to Carter Cleveland on the left wing. Dyer over into the corner. He'll find Adelsberger who connects from the corner from downtown. Yeah, you knew they weren't going to be cold from three-point land for too long. And so that was a good job by Calvary to try and get back into it in a hurry, but they need to really step up their game in this quarter, especially if the three ball starts to fall again. Impressive move from Schultz for the reverse lay-in, but couldn't quite get it to drop. And then picking up and getting the rebound will be Calvert ends up in Otterbacher's hands and then he will draw the foul. So now the junior Caden Otterbacher will head to the line. First up and good for the coach's son, Caden Otterbacher. Yeah, you know, hats off to him. He's definitely been trying to, you know, really put the effort in. He's had a very quiet night on the floor offensively. Can't get the second free throw to go, so it'll remain 46 to 34. Calvert trailing by 12, under seven minutes left to go in this one. Old Fort will set up their offense once again through their point guard, Adam Majors. Being defended out front by Nick Palm. Get it over into the corner. Driving inside will be Dubois. He'll go up with the right hook and doesn't get that one to go. And that one will be brought in by Wagner. Calvert taking it the other way. They'll look to push in transition. And Schultz will cross quarter over to Otterbacher. He'll take the three, but comes up short. Rebound is going to be grabbed by Steyer, but then has it poked away by Otterbacher, but then ends up back in Old Fort's hands. And now they will take it the other way after it to switch possessions a couple different times. Majors over to Adelsberger. He'll pump fake the three. The sophomore now goes up and has his shot blocked by Caden Otterbacher. But he'll be the last one to touch it. So it'll remain Old Fort ball on the baseline. I like the effort. I mean, that kind of was a rugby scrum for a majority of that set of possessions there, but good effort from both teams. 6-15 left to go here in this one. Still a 12-point lead for Old Fort. They maintain possession on offense. Majors gets it off of the inbound. He'll bring it back up top to set things up for the Stockaders. Has it near the volleyball line. He'll attack now from the left wing down into the corner. Adelsberger, another three. This time a little too strong. Fought for the rebound and Bender does get the rebound. He'll go up and finishes inside as he follows through with the left hand to extend this old for lead once again. It's 48 to 34, under six minutes to go. And this is the start that they absolutely needed. Calvert goes right down inside and finds the sophomore Gavin Wagner who connects on the righty lane. Yeah, just like that, a great response. 48-36, your score, 535 left to go in this one. Old Fort 
Again, the 12-point advantage back on the offensive side. It'll give and go. They'll get it down into the corner for Dubois. Won't get that three-pointer to drop. Palm comes down with the rebound now for the Senecas. He'll take it the other direction. He's defended out front by Dubois. Palm drives inside. Righty layup comes up short. Rebound is tipped around, and Majors comes down with it. He'll take it the other direction now for Old Four. They briefly had the numbers. They still do. Down in the corner for Dubois. The three will drop after going in and out. It eventually will fall to extend the Old Four lead back to 15. Just another phenomenal shot there. Just another phenomenal shot. Schultz with it now in the corner for Calvert. He'll spin around down inside. Can't convert that one from in close. And Wagner will get tied up with Bender down low for Old Ford. And Calvert's going to win again. It'll again be a jump ball in possession arrow. You know, I think, no, it's going to go the other way. They didn't call it a jump ball. They just called it a foul. Oh, they just called it. I thought they called it a jump ball. I was like, my goodness, they, they win three possessions. So it will be Old Fort ball off of the foul. They ended up calling that one on Carter Wolf. Perez with it now on the left wing for the Stockaders. 4.35 left to go here in this one. Paul playing some nice defense on Perez to force the pickup. They'll get it over now to Majors. Majors dealing with the double team. Has it poked away. Ends up in Harry Schultz's hands. Calvert, three on one break. Schultz inside, cannot finish. Rombach comes down in the board. He finds Wolf inside, and Wolf can't get that one to go from in close, but he will draw the foul as they'll get Bender for that foul that time from Oldport. I'd say more important to draw the foul so that way you can get closer to being in the bonus here if you're Calvert to try and slow the pace of this game down even more in a way to basically give you a chance to win. Wolf's free throw will not drop that time. Wolf, one of a handful of sophomores that have got significant action here tonight at the varsity level. That second free throw will not drop either. Majors will get the board for Old Fort. They'll take it the other direction with 4.15 left to go in this one. Old Fort with the 51 to 36 advantage. Yeah, and Old Fort's definitely looking good so far. They're looking really good in this game. Perez setting things up this time down the floor for Old Fort. Now they'll get over to Majors. Almost loses the handle. Now he'll get it over. It'll end up in Ernsberger's hands. Now back over to Majors. Down into Perez in the short corner on the right side. Swing around again in Majors' hands. Back over now to Perez, right wing extended. He'll drive inside. Can't quite get that one to drop. Fights for his own miss, and then Bender comes down with it and gets it to go with the foul. Does Blake Bender to add on to the old four lead. And that really just a killer moment there for Old Fort, my goodness. So you got that foul against Harry Schultz. You'll see Pearson Steyer checking in, he'll check in for Majors on the Old Fort side. Like that substitution, Steyer's done a good job tonight getting into the paint, making some good plays for them in the later stages of the quarters. And free throw in out won't fall. Calvert comes down with the board. Hayden Otterbacher pushing it up ahead as he bounces it to Schultz. Now over to Otterbacher, right wing three. That time off the mark to the right. Wolf fought for the rebound, but can't come down with it. Perez ends up getting the board, and now he'll be the one to bring it up the floor for Old Fort. Down into the corner, contested three from Dubois. Will not drop. And we saw Ernberger fight for the rebound, and get a foul called. So it will go the other direction, and will be Calvert Ball with 3.15 left to go. Calvert trailing this one, 53-36. 
Well, worth knowing, I believe that's the third on Ernberger. So, got to pay attention to that here for the final 315. Obviously, you don't pull him. It's close to the end of the game here, but if you're Calvert, you might want to start attacking at him in particular. Palm will drive inside. They'll end up getting a jump ball on that time. That was a pretty quick jump ball, in my opinion. But again, the possession arrow does keep it with Calvert. So, they've won every possession for the jump balls. But I'm with you. That was a very, very quick whistle for that jump ball. Now with it now, left wing for Wolf. He'll swing it over to Harry Schultz. Schultz will bounce himself down inside, loses the handle, finds Wolf. Wolf goes down inside to Romback, and Romback, he can't finish, but he'll pick up the foul as now we'll see Chicka Romback go to the line yet again. Yeah, and hopefully for Romback, he can connect on these. He's struggled a little bit from the line so far tonight, but really everybody in this game has struggled from the line. It's been a rough night at the charity strike for both teams. I feel like we've only maybe once or twice had both free throws drop as we see Romback making the front end. That, that is fair. Most of the time we've either seen them split the pair or they've missed them completely. It's, it has not been a great night shooting the ball from the line. That's going to be, for both of these teams, that could very easily become an Achilles heel as the season goes on. They're checking back in for Bender on the old fourth side as we do see Romback can both of them at the line, make it 53 to 38. Calvert trailing with 250 left to go. So old for it briefly push the tempo before they bring it back out to Perez to slow things down just a bit. Majors with it now. He'll drive inside. Back out now to Perez. We'll presumably see Olfort try and spread things out and slow things down a bit. Out to Ernsberger now. He'll reset and find Majors as now we do see kind of a full complete outside offense here for Oldford as they spread things out as much as they can. Play the old keep away. <laughs> Majors with it now. He'll get it over to Perez. 2-12. Left to go and Perez ends up. They just get the timeout. Does Coach Hoover right before I think it would have been over the back had Coach Hoover not called that timeout exactly when he did. Possibility, but it did look like Calvert made some contact with it. So I think it would have ended up being a still a playable ball for Old Fort, but it, you, you saw the keep-away game really start to fall apart there. It was only going to be a matter of time before Calvert got that ball back. 53 to 38, your score, 210 left to go. Old Fort with the lead over Tiffin Calver. And worth noting in this one, we've only seen a handful of timeouts. I think every timeout each coach has taken has been a 30 as well. Yeah, near team's taking a full timeout tonight. It's, I mean, it's 7.59. This game started right around 7. This has been a lightning round basketball game. Old Fort will again try and play their keep away as Calvert will try and extend their defense to create a turnover. Steyer with it, he'll bounce it inside to Majors. Majors down inside, finds Dubois who lays it up and in on the right side to extend the Old Fort lead. Fantastic decision there to go back to the attack mode. You've been playing keep away, the defense was caving in. You're not gonna get too many wide, wide open looks like that. You might as well capitalize while you have the opportunity. Schultz with it up top now for Calvert, 135 left to go. He tries to bounce it over to Palm, but it's stolen away by Majors. Ends up now in Steyer's hand as he'll take it the other way for Old Fort. He will actually lose his dribble near half court. They'll call timeout. They actually, yeah, they got a timeout from Coach Hoover. So they're waiting to see if it is a full or a 
30 timeout, and it will now be a full timeout. So it took until 85 seconds left in the go in the game for a full timeout to be taken by either team. Well, you know what? You might as well save them for when it really matters, I suppose. But, no, I mean, really smart decision there from Old Foreign. As soon as he got kind of caught up in that, just immediate, don't, don't ask questions, don't think about it, just get the timeout, get back to the sideline, get a chance to reset. Good decision overall. But the real question for me, though, minute 25, you're down pretty decisively at this stage by 17. Does Coach Otterbacher call off the dogs a little bit and maybe rotate some of his younger guys in? It looks like we're seeing at least one ro one person rotate in with Ardner, but he's been out there at different points with the starters tonight. I mean, we do pretty much have an entirely young guy lineup with the exception of Lee Morgan who's on the floor. Yeah, so it does look like Palm has checked out at least. As has Otterbacher. Oh, yeah, that Parker's out, too. So, yeah, I guess he's, I I, I would. It's not a complete complete shift to JV, but is is a shift to some of their younger guys and getting them some more action. It's a pretty definitive shift, needless to say. And getting the steal will be Kevin Ardner for Calvert as he will try to get it over, but it will be poked away as he was looking to get it to Wagner. And then it's ended up stolen away by Old Fort Dubois. Inside finds Perez, who lays it up and in in transition to put some finishing touches on this one for Old Fort. It's 57 38 with under a minute to go. I've been a very impressive performance tonight from Old Fort. Definitely something they need to clean up. Some major things they need to clean up, but our early reviews are pretty decent for this year's version of the squad as we have another offensive foul against Calvert and here's where it gets interesting if Old Fort scores another basket here it'll be 59-38 which meant that Calvert would have lost by exactly one point more than they did in their first loss of the season 59-39. to I was wondering where you were going with that one so thank you for putting that all together. Yeah it's it's more of a consistently inconsistent kind of situation I work for accountants, man. People find numbers interesting. <laughs> Old Fort will fling it up inside to Bender, who gets it back out now to Dubois. Just 32 seconds remain in this matchup. 57-38 is your score as Old Fort will presumably just dribble this one out as they have no reason to really do anything on either side. There's not a there's not a 19-point shot anywhere, so. And if there was, that'd be cool. <laughs> it would be you'd be from like wherever you ended up parking is where that shot would be taken from. Larry Bird could hit that shot though. Especially if a Big Mac was on the line. <laughs> and this one will go final. 57 to 38. Oldport with a definitive win in their first matchup of the season with Calvert. A definitive is an understatement. That was a big, big win for them, and they definitely needed that after going 0-3 against the same Old Fort squad, or Old Calvert squad last year, and in previous years having some issues against them as well. So uh, a, a good a good way to get the demon off your back here if you're Old Fort. For Calvert, it's, they, they got to find some scores. They really got to find some scores. I mean, this is, it, it's weird to say, but this entire team was a lot of supporting cast players on this squad last year, especially on the JV side. But they would help out in small doses at the varsity level. I mean, Kate Otterbacher got a few minutes here and there. Same thing with Nick Palm. Um, 
Lee Morgan every so often got a, a couple minutes. I mean, there was the, these juniors did get some time, and same as some of these seniors, but man, they really, really, really need to find some offense in a hurry. This is not uh, this is not sustainable. Where it's just going to be Palm and someone else stepping up big because Palm. Two games in a row with 11 points. I, I, I'm a, a stickler for numbers and patterns. You gave up more than 55. You couldn't break 40 yourself. That, that's a very, very wide margin to try and overcome offensive, defensive for points allowed, points given up, or points for you. That's a very big margin. Having your second leading score two nights in a row being only at 11 points, and tonight him actually being the leading scorer on the team with 11. They got a little bit more balance. I mean, he had Schultz with that seven-point spurt in the middle there. Wagner, as a sophomore, had seven points in the first half. Looked pretty decent at times, but... Well, and I think one of the biggest differences, I mean, just when you talk about the score being what it is, we didn't see an amazing offensive night from Kane Nauterbacher tonight, and that's one of the big differences because he had 17 points in that game against Stretch. Well, he did, and the point I'm getting at here is he had 17 against Stretch, and Nick Palm had 11. So between the two of them, they had 28 of the 39. So the rest of this roster was only able to successfully come up with 11 points. That's a big concern. That's a big, big concern. Obviously, super early in the year. Very, very early in the year. And both these teams had a ton of turnover because the seniors graduating. But... Uh, between the two of them, Old Fort looks a lot more comfortable in their new adjusted system and new new reality that they have to deal with in a post-Colin Nutter and, you know, Miller and all those guys' world that they have. Uh, Calvert just, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say something that we talk about year in and year out at different points when teams in the area don't really play the younger guys that much. Coach Otterbacher, I respect him. He's a very, very smart coach. He's a very talented coach. He certainly kept guys like Ronsky, Spawn, Beaker, Max Paul, all those guys. He would keep them in the games late last year. Pro probably in some of those games that were pretty definitive. Probably could have gotten away with putting some of these guys in for the last, like, four or five minutes as opposed to the last minute, minute and a half. It's... I... I, I I think there's a little bit of the proverbial chickens coming home to roost situation with that because he did have seniors. He was trying to highlight them. There were kids that were still looking to get scholarship offers and, you know, playing at the next level off. Don't blame him whatsoever on that one. It's not a negative. It's just that you make trade-offs. You, you put the focus on those guys. You don't really have that next group ready to go after that. So, it might be a little rough here for Calvert for the first couple weeks, but there's certainly talent to be found. I mean, you see it with the scores. Again, that Schultz and Wagner were able to get involved. If you can get them a little bit more consistent, I could see Schultz being a 10-11 point person a game. Wagner either coming off the bench or rotating him in as a starter, gained about 12 to 14. And that means that Otterbacher and uh, Palm, 17-11, you're in the 50s right there. It, it's a reasonable turnaround then for them going forward. You wanted to call him Garrett Spawn so bad. I did. I did. I really wanted to call him Garrett Spawn. Because we've been so, but that brings up, that's a brutal, honestly, an honestly brutal point is that it has been the Garrett Spawn, Ronsky, Max Paul show for the last few years here at Calvert. It's, 
And that's for a very good reason. Incredibly good reason. It's again, this is not a, it's it's not a ding, it's not a swipe at the team for doing that. I would it do ju- the exact it just same is what thing. It is. They, it's just they were, they were twenty six and one last year for a reason. Let's, yeah, let's it's, call it let's call it duck a duck. Yeah, it's they were twenty six and one for a reason. It's because those seniors were playing a ton of minutes, gaining a lot of time, doing a lot of good things. And they played in a lot of highlight-style games. You had the buzzer beater against Colin Nutter and company. You played the game against, played games against Lipsick with Mason Brandt. Didn't, I thought they played an, an earlier one against Lipsick. I do not believe so. You're thinking of Van Lue. Van Lue. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I do apologize. Yes, I was thinking of Van Lue. But still, I mean, they played, they played that Western Reserve game. They played a very, one, very late in the regular season as a nice little turn tune-up too. It, it was their last regular season game. It was Western Reserve, the one well, of the only other undefeateds in the area. So I mean, Calvert played last season the way they needed to, and it worked. It's just for the first couple weeks of this season, it's probably going to come back to bite them just a little bit until these kids get used to being in this kind of environment. So. A lot to like. It's the, the point of my little diatribe here, there is a lot to like, but for the Calvert faithful out there, you're kind of going to have to hang with it for a little bit. It might take a little bit into this season, but I think they'll get there. And then for Old Fort, there's a ton that you want to like with this team, but just as much that they live tonight by the three, man, there's a couple occasions they nearly died by the three tonight as well. They They've got to get either extremely consistent with shooting the three ball and not have hot and cold streaks or which is very hard to do incredibly hard to do or and you saw them start to do it a little bit in the second half but it didn't really work super well but it started to develop as the game went on you got to start working that passing game where you can attack in the paint and you saw them start to do that a little bit so if they can keep building that up this old four team definitely needs to be considered near the top of the heap then for the SBC overall well you have seen hopewell loudon hopewell loudon also was here tonight because they played mohawk last night so basically the whole hopewell loudon team was here where do these teams stack up with what you saw from hopewell last week it's kind of like when daniel day lewis does a movie for the academy awards it's it's daniel day lewis is going to win everyone's just competing for second place right now tired of daniel day lewis so am i but that's kind of the point it's the, the the point is Hopewell Loud is, I'd say, they are good. If, if we were to grade it like team, team and a half, two teams ahead, they're a good team and a half probably of both of these teams right now, comfortably. To be perfectly candid, probably two teams worth against Calvert. Uh, what, what, I, what I was seeing Hopewell do against a pretty decent team that they were playing against in their own right with Arcade. Not great, but they have height. They have things that both these teams don't have right now. So what Hopewell was able to do against them comfortably, I think they could do that against both these teams right now. Ask me that again when we get to the back half of the season. It might be a different animal for both of them, especially Old Ford. But I think Calvert could make a game of it too in the back half of the year. What that tells me is that Mohawk is probably the front runner at this point in the year granted we've only been playing for a weekish, but i say that because mohawk beat hopewell pretty good last night and they returned a lot of their core from last year oh Mo- mohawk has to be it, it, it's mohawk and hopewell are the top two i'd say those two you could probably throw new regal in there just because if new regal's always kind of in there in the mix with them on that one it's it, it's kind of like the three-headed monster in the bbc of liberty benton mccomb 
Arlington. It's some combination of those three are always near the top of the conference. And New Regal, they're competitive. But yeah, Mohawk, clearly the front runner right now, at least one weekend. Hopewell Loudon, definitely the most entertaining team. Old Fort, from what I've seen, probably the highest ceiling out of the development teams. Also keep in mind uh, Van Lu will be in that district as well. And through two games, I think Jerome Kleffer's averaging like 40 points. Yeah, and he's, he's <laughs> really good. He's really good. I think he it's, has. I think he had 37 and 44, so that's right around 40, 41 point average. Yeah, he's he's very very good. And again, it's I I probably would be less critical of both of these teams. It was a good win for Old Fort. There were some good things that you want to take away from this if you're a Calvert fan, but it's exactly because of the district and the area that they play in. It's th- th- this would cut it as like you know one of the higher up teams in some of the other areas, some of the other districts. This district, man, even a decisive win like this, if you're Coach Hoover, you're watching plus, this tape, and it's... Plus Arlington. Yeah, it's there. There's, I'm just thinking of all the teams that are likely going to be in the same district again. Yeah, it's it's a loaded district. I mean, it really is, especially for basketball. So, uh, again, there's a lot to like. It's a good win tonight, a good start to the season for Old Fort being 2-0. and I, I think for Calvert, there's plenty to like. They really got developed, though, in a hurry, or they're going to get left behind as the season goes on. Um, Old Fort, you got to fix the charity stripe. You got to fix what you're doing at the foul line. And you got to keep developing that inside game. Because if you can develop the inside game to go along with what we saw tonight from the perimeter, I, I could see them hanging with a Mohawk. I could see them hanging with a Hopewell Loudon. But for right now, it's. These are probably two of the top teams at that second tier in the SBC. Thank you for listening to High School Basketball here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. A big thank you to Bart Wilson back at the Tri-County Broadcasting Studios doing, of course. I'll definitely do the Lord's work tonight. I think he's working like 15 different broadcasts at once right now. I mean, it's a, it's a good thing we're breaking him in gently as this first year with us goes through. Former broadcast partner Matt Common, this is Lance Moore signing off from Old Fort. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball. One final time for tonight, Old Fort, a 57-38 win tonight over Calvert. Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. It's time for... All right, let's go. That's right, time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.